Hello, this is Rabbi Mark Soloway. Welcome to A Dash of Drush, weekly reflections on our world through the lens of Torah. The first experience I had of an American Thanksgiving was in all places Jerusalem. When I was studying there in yeshiva, some American fellow students thought it would be great to host a Thanksgiving dinner and invite a bunch of people, well, three people to be precise, who were not American. There was one Hungarian woman there, my friend Andy, and her now husband Greg from South Africa, and me from England. And we had this uh, wonderful Thanksgiving dinner in which some of our friends performed for us the story of Thanksgiving and gave us a sort of history lesson, very politically correct one, I have to say. And we had traditional Thanksgiving dinner. And as part of that ritual, we certainly expressed our our thanks and our gratitude, and we had a lovely time. Since that time, I have become an American citizen. I haven't yet uh, discovered my own celebration of Thanksgiving, but I have enjoyed uh, many Thanksgiving dinners with various people since then. Often I'm away, as I am right now, uh, and out of the country in places where people don't celebrate Thanksgiving, apart from expats, Americans, and I'm not one of those yet. Anyhow, there's something about this Thanksgiving. It's a beautiful tradition, obviously, uh, whatever we may think about the story and the history, but there's something very powerful about families getting together and having a lovely feast together and expressing in different ways all all of the blessings and gratitude that we have in our lives. I remember once, I don't remember who, but I remember once someone saying, you know, Judaism doesn't have a day for Thanksgiving because every day is Thanksgiving. Every day is Thanksgiving, which is true because there is such an important tradition within Judaism of expressing thanks and gratitude every moment, really, and certainly every day. The very, very first words that we are encouraged and invited to say when we wake up in the morning I'm so grateful. I am grateful before you that I have had my soul return to my body. I've talked about this concept before, this idea that we, according to the rabbis, while we're sleeping, our soul uh, leaves us in some way and when we wake up we become aware that our soul has been reconnected to our body however we may understand that idea and that that's what we express gratitude for I'm so grateful that my soul has been returned to me the faith that you have in me is, is immense because I have another opportunity in another day and then we have a whole tradition of different blessings that express gratitude for the different things that we experience in our physical world starting with the whole process of waking up 
of opening our eyes, of stretching our bodies, of getting dressed, of putting on our shoes, all of those things for which we are grateful. One of our identities actually, one of the names that we have as a people comes from this week's Parsha and it's entirely about gratitude really. There are three names that in English would be translated as Hebrews, Israelites and Jews. Yehudim, Yisraelim and Ivrim and all of them have a different connection in fact all from uh, the book of Genesis from Bereshit the first of course is connected to Abraham who is described as Ha'ivri and Lavo means to cross over Abraham is the one who crossed over and so in a sense that's our first identity is to be like Abraham to cross over perhaps even to cross boundaries sometimes and then in in this week's uh, parasha we have this whole extraordinary story of of Jacob and he's fleeing and he lies down and he gathers some stones and he has this incredible dream uh, of a ladder with angels coming down and going up and he wakes up and has this epiphany about God's presence and he he builds a little a little Matseva monument there and he calls the place Beit El and then and then he meets Rachel and he falls in love with Rachel and he works for seven years and his father-in-law Levan tricks him at the last minute and he ends up with Leah and then he works for another seven years uh, for Rachel the whole incredible story of the of the next generations but there's a moment when Leah gives birth Rachel's sister Leah gives birth to the, her fourth son and as he's as she's giving birth and each of, of these sons is named by by Leah interestingly and uh, and she says she says as she as she gives birth to that fourth son Hapa'am this time Odeh et Hashem I will Give thanks. I will give thanks to God. Alkain Karashemo Yehuda. And therefore she named this son Yehuda. Yehuda, the name Yehuda, which is really translated into English as Jew, and the tribe of Yehuda became such an important uh, kingdom for us that the Jewish people come from. But the name Jew really means, or is connected to the same root as Modeani, about gratitude. The idea of gratitude is, is so foundational and so important and part of our identity, really. At the beginning and the end of this Pasha, Yaakov, somehow by acknowledging the moment and the presence, is also expressing that, that gratitude. Part of it's just about pure awareness. There's this whole extraordinary collection of, of stories and teachings and interpretations about what Yaakov was really doing at the beginning of the story but uh, it's described as him him sort of coming in a random way to this place it says uh, he, he happened upon this place and hamakom the word that means a physical place 
is is one of the rabbinic names for God. And then it says that he vayikach meavnehi Yaakov took from the stones of that place. Mystical interpretations, in fact, the uh, Kedushat Levi, Rabbi Levi Yitzhak of of Badichev, the Hasidic master, he he quotes the the mystical Kabbalistic book, the Sefer Yitzirah, and he says that actually the Avnei, the stones, the stones are actually Otiot, Hebrew letters, and the place Hamakom is is God, and so somehow. It wasn't just a random placing of stones; it was a an arranging of of Hebrew letters that were connecting to words of prayer. Whether we believe that in a literal sense or not, there is something that happens in this moment where the 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 pshat the the story as we as we hear it, Yaakov is just sort of. He's Vayetze. He goes out from this one place and is heading towards another place. And yet again, we see our ancestors on these epic journeys. And he comes upon this place and he he arranges some stones and he lays his head down. And he has this unbelievable dream of the angels. And God appears to him in that dream with this this sort of promise. And then when he wakes up, when Jacob wakes up, he says, he says. Wow, this is amazing. He says, Yesh Adonai b'makom hazeh v'anochi lo yadati. God was in this place and I didn't know. Manorah makom hazeh, he says. How awesome and wonderful is this place. Now how this connects to gratitude, I think, is because we often see the journeys, whether physical or spiritual, that we take, emotional, that we take as being sort of random. You know, we just, we happen to end up in this place and then we ended up in that place or we we find ourselves doing whatever we're doing without necessarily having experienced consciousness or conscious thought in that process. And then we wake up. But when we wake up, if we're able to say, how awesome is this place? This place. God's presence is here and I didn't know it. That is in a sense a way of experiencing gratitude and as I said then Jacob makes this matseva he makes this monument and he gives he calls the place Beit El the house of God the house of God there's this interesting idea that Abraham is connected uh, Jacob's grandfather to Har to a mountain and Yitzchak Yitzchak Isaac, Jacob's father, is connected to Sadeh, a field, because it says, Vayetza Yitzchak Basadeh, Isaac went out into the field, and that field and that mountain are, are places in nature that are entirely about temporariness. And here Yaakov is calling this place Beit Ale, and a bayit, a house, is something much more structured, and it's in a sense, that's how Jacob goes on to be the the progenitor of of Bnei Yisrael, of the children of Israel. And by the way, Yisrael is the third identity that I didn't mention yet. The the third identity we have Ivri, the Hebrew, like named after Abraham, the crossing over. We have Yehuda, named by his mother Leah, as being connected to gratitude and 
and then we have Yisrael. We're going to see next week this extraordinary wrestling match between Jacob and the angel when he gets his name changed to Yisrael, the one who wrestles with God. So God wrestler, boundary crosser, giver of thanks, and God wrestler. These are the three Jewish identities that, that we have that, that come from, from this, this amazing book, the first book of the Torah. So part of Thanksgiving, part of Thanksgiving is, is waking up, <laughs> waking up and acknowledging God's presence, if you want to call it that. But even if we don't want to call it that, just acknowledging the, the gift of the moment. The idea that where we are is not as random as it might seem, and that we can say, Lo yadati, I didn't know, but now I know. Now I know, and, and I, I honor and, and make, make sanctuary, make this space and this time special, which is perhaps what Thanksgiving is or could be. Different people have their different rituals I've, I've experienced. So I guess so many people only ever experience the Thanksgiving rituals of their own family. As someone who's not born American, I have got to experience lots of different Thanksgivings, and uh, very interesting how different families mark it and observe it. So much happens in this Pasha, in between this incredible, inc incredible dream, Sulam Yaakov, the ladder, Jacob's ladder, this dream of these angels, and then all that happens in between Jacob being tricked by his father-in-law, the four wives, uh, Bilhar and, and, and Zilpah, as well as, as, well as um, uh, Rachel and Leah, and the twelve sons, and the birth of Dina, and all of this that happens, and then this, this very complicated leaving where Jacob and the, all of the family and all of the possessions leave, and the, the way in which that whole thing happens as they, they leave Lavan. It's just so much happens over so many years in this part, and then at the very end, finally it says, Vayakov halach ladarko. Jacob left on his way. And then it says, uvo malachei Elohim. And there were angels of God that met him. Same word, by the way, as at the beginning of the Pasha, of Vayifga, like this happening upon, happening upon. The rabbis in the Talmud said, "Say Ein pigia That actually, any kind of there's no, it's not a randomness, but actually, it's a, it's it's connected to to prayer. It's connected to prayer, and of course, that's the the essence of of the mystical idea of 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 actually Jacob arranging those stones as forming letters and forming words of of prayer. That the stones are somehow connected to letters. But here at the at the end of the the very very end of the of the parsha, this parsha called Vayetze, which describes Jacob's act of leaving, here he is continuing on his journey. He's continuing on his journey, and Vifkuvo Malachi Elohim, and these angels of God meet him. And yet again, we see for the for the second time, Jacob naming a place. Naming a place, he said. He says, uh, when, as soon as he saw these these angels, Vayikra Shem Hamakomahu Machanaim. Jacob named that place Machanaim, which means 
in the plural camps because there's this idea that the angels were camping and according to the to the commentaries um, these were angels from Eretz Yisrael from the land of Israel coming to kind of greet Jacob but there's this idea of these naming this place a camp it's interesting Beit El at the beginning the house of God and Machanaim this place of where angels camp and it's like the whole of this immense story is somehow punctuated by angels the angels on the ladder and the angels at the end and each time Jacob has an experience of angels there's this moment of stopping and appreciating appreciating and expressing thanks and so Thanksgiving can be a, a, a festival of of food and of being with family and acknowledging that the, the gifts that we have and it can also be a moment of saying Hodu Ladonaiki Tov Kilo Hodu it's so great to give to give thanks. God's loving kindness is never ending. And this idea that we can mark each moment, however random it sees it seems, by saying thank you. Moder Ani, I am grateful. Todaraba, thank you so much. Thank you so much for this new moment and this new opportunity which is like this Pasha punctuated punctuated by the presence of angels by the presence of God may we be as always filled with blessings and filled with with gratitude and recognizing the enormous enormous Shefa the abundant flow of loving kindness and the great gifts that we have Happy Thanksgiving for those who celebrate it and happy Thanksgiving every day. Amen. Thank you for listening to A Dash and Drush. We will see you next time.